it's been a while since we talked. I'm trying to think the last time I saw you, you came down to Santa Monica, right? And Mariah and I met you on our on our tandem bike. Yes, on the tandem bike adventure at Venice Beach, which was Yeah, that was a blast. I <laughs> I love Los Angeles for those little exper- experiences. And then we were supposed to go horseback riding yeah, yesterday. But uh yeah, we've had to <laughs> reschedule that a couple times. So uh yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to when everything gets back to whatever normal looks like and <laughs> We can go on our, our horseback riding adventure. That would so be how, how have you been? How, how's quarantine been treating you? You know, honestly, I think I'm that weird person that's really enjoying this. Um, hopefully I don't get hate mail for that. But <laughs> it's been this step back that I needed. Um, I've been wanting to go digital with my services for the last year. And now oh. the pandemic was like, hey, how about now? That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So that's been really cool. Um, I was also with friends, staying with friends right when the pandemic started. So I got to be holed up in this really cool place uh, with awesome people for a while, which was nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I think there are some positives and negatives to this whole thing. And, you know, we could focus on what we want to focus on. Um, I don't think it's 100% positive. I don't think it's 100% negative. And I think the more positives we can pull out of it, uh, the better the better we're going to be, especially when, you know, everything gets opened back up. But yeah, so you've got uh, the simplified life. So uh, you've you, you are a professional organizer. So you've had to take your your business digital. How, how has that been going? You got any experiences you want to share? I have. Uh, It's actually been pretty fun. We've been focusing a little bit more on the coaching aspects of organizing because it's never about the stuff. It's always Mm. the stuff behind the stuff, the emotions, the like, why have you been tripping over that pile that's on your kitchen floor for five years? If it was just about the stuff, you would have thrown it in a bag in the trash like five years ago, but there was something emotional about it. And then we've been diving into that. So getting to focus on that, um, also just kind of empowering people like, hey, the real magic in having me come to your home is that I make you do this for five hours and it gets done. Uh, So doing this virtually and just giving people tools, the empowerment to realize, hey, we can do this on our own. We can let go of things. We can organize. Um, That's been pretty rewarding. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's interesting everyone knows how to declutter. Everyone knows how to clean out their closet and put stuff in a donation bin and and donate it. But I feel like people like you, professional organizers, A, you know how to do it best, which is by, you know, the best way to organize is to get rid of more stuff. But also um, people like you who are who are uh, able to hold people accountable. It's like a third party that people are are able to go to who um, they can trust and they can help hold them accountable. And that is awesome that you were able to do that. You were able to do that online. I guess um, I got, well, I got two questions for you. The first one is, is like, what, what's the biggest thing you run up against? You said the emotion. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, do you want to expand on that a little bit or, or is there something else you run up against? Um, I honestly, I would say the emotions are one of the biggest things because everything in our home, once we bring it into the home now has emotion attached to it where we were when we bought it, who we were with, what we're going to use it for, what um, that item represents. Maybe it was a gift to yourself when you graduated college um, or what that 
suit represents. Maybe that was your time in the corporate world where you were kicking ass and taking names, but now you're home and that suit is still in your closet, but it has shoulder pads because you haven't worn it since the 80s. Why is it still there? Only because of emotions. So that's one of the biggest things. Um, Also, just seeing most of us are so go, 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 go that we don't actually spend much time in our homes. So it's been pretty fun getting videos and emails and texts from clients as they've been home. They're, they're there. They're stuck. They can't close the door on their stuff. They can't leave. And now they're having to deal with it. <laughs> so they're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know why I kept this. I'm so glad it's gone. Look at this. Um, so that's been really fun. That's really cool. Yeah, the sentimental stuff, the stories that we have, that's, yeah, that's always, I think, what Josh and I run into the most as well. You know, one little trick, and I would love to hear, like, kind of how you coach your your clients through this. Um, one little trick that I use, and I, I don't, I just, like, randomly came up with this at an event. Someone was talking about this quilt that they had that their mom made them for their 16th birthday. Now, this person was probably, I don't know, 30, 40 years old. I mean, they were, it was, you know, over half a lifetime ago that they got this quilt. And the problem was, is that this quilt that their mom made, it was of all these goofy pictures. They had somehow (laughs) printed it out on fabric and they quilted together all these goofy pictures from when they were a kid and, and, and their high school friends and, it was this very sentimental thing. And she was like, I just don't know what to do with it. She's like, it's, it's so ridiculous. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it on my couch. She was like, I'm never going to use it, but it has all this emotion. And all this, yeah. all of a sudden I just had this idea. I'm like, I asked her, what would you do right now if you went home and mm-hmm. you found out that this quilt spontaneously combusted, how would you feel? <laughs> and like her shoulders dropped and like, you could just see like a weight lifted off her shoulders. And she says, I would feel relieved. And I'm like, well, that's kind of your answer. Like you, you, yeah. you do need to get rid of it. It, it. It's hard to do that. But if you would feel relieved, if it's spontaneously combusted, that kind of tells you what it actually means in your life. I think um, mm-hmm. I ended up talking her into donating it because you know, there's some hipster out there who would find that at Goodwill oh, yeah. and be like, <laughs> would be like, totally on a couch in Portland right now. You know that. Right. Exactly. 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 <laughs> but, but is there any tricks or not tricks, but like, um, do you want to talk about how maybe you walk people through that, that emotion, the, the stories that they have with their stuff? Sure. Sure. Um, I, I do use a similar thing. It's basically if your house was on fire, would you go in and grab this? Would this be one of those items? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to focus on often something can be sentimental, but it's more of because so-and-so gave it to me. And maybe you have something that your grandmother gave you that's small, that you love, that you display. And so being able to let go of the quilt that you weren't really enamored with might be an easier thing to get rid of. And then you keep this one representation. Um, Mm. Another thing is, are you actively using it? So maybe in her case, she wasn't. But I have seen a lot of people with sentimental things, myself included. Um, I love my Virgin America swag. I was a flight attendant. I love them. Looking at my planes makes me happy. Great. Keep those items. But if something is only being kept out of duty, out of a should, out of a, oh, because this person gave it to me, then you really just have to take a deep breath and ask, okay, why are you keeping it? Will they be mad at me? Okay, is that actually true? Probably not. Um, Are they going to come over and police your space and see if it's still there? Probably not, but that's something a lot of people worry about. Um, 
So just continuing to walk through those feelings, continuing to ask why. Um, I always say to figure out what kind of keeper you are. Are you keeping it for a past life, a future life? Are you keeping it because it was gifted to you? Are you keeping it just in case? Are you keeping it because you paid good money for it? And then we walk through each of those and see kind of which one you fall into and then work through why. I love that. So it's getting to the root of why mm-hmm. the emotional attachment is there and then really digging in to see if it's a if it's a good reason. Because sometimes, yeah, we have a we have a why that's really important. Sometimes we have a why that when we say it out loud or talk it out with someone, it kind of <laughs> seems silly. I totally agree with hanging on to, I love what you said at the beginning about how you could t- keep one sentimental thing mm-hmm. to remind yourself of your grandma. You don't have to keep them all. And I think when it comes to minimalism or decluttering, people feel like it does have to be all or nothing, but it doesn't have to be an all or nothing approach. Um, I've got that Stein that my grandma gave me. In fact, she gave me a second one that I that I have, and they are little decoration pieces in my house. They're, they are sentimental. I keep them uh, full of change and like one has foreign currency in it. The other one has uh, like pennies and nickels and stuff in it. So they are in use, but I like them. And they remind yeah. me of my grandmother. They're not, they don't clutter up the place. They don't weigh on my mind. Um, but you know what? She tried to give me 20 steins and I was like, Grams. <laughs> I'm like, Oma, I will take one. I don't need all of them. <laughs> so, so I guess um, before I let you go on this call here, I did want to talk to you about how, or, you know, do you feel that right now is the best time for someone to start? decluttering to start organizing because I could see where this quarantine would be the best time. I could also see where it would not be so much the best time. What, what have you kind of seen with it? I think like anything, you do have to know yourself. If uh, starting to organize is going to bring up all these memories of a death or a past marriage or something, and that might just sink you, no, don't start right now. But if you're feeling like, hey, I'm home, I finally have this time, all of this crap is driving me crazy, yes, start, start. There's no time like the present. And At any point in our life, we're always one big pandemic away. We're always a death, a marriage, a divorce, a new job, a move away from our life looking different. So this pandemic's no different. But in organizing, in simplifying, and that's really what I'm all about. I mean, yeah, organizing, whatever. Uh, Put your like (laughs) items together. Keep two of them. You're good pick a home for it. Your grandma had it right. A place for everything and everything in its place. That is the only organizing advice you need. It can't be bought at the corner store. But as you go through this pandemic and maybe you're transitioning to working from home, well, how much less stressful would it be if your office is clean? If you can see your desk and it's not piled in the last six years of papers, or if your kid is now having to do homeschool, well, wouldn't it be nice to have one spot that's clean and clear and wait out for that that has their school supplies at it rather than having to run around the house like oh my god the crayons are here the paper's there the printer's upstairs so at any time in our life I think simplifying and organizing just takes off a layer of stress that then frees up the bandwidth for us to be able to deal with these more stressful situations and be able to pivot more nimbly like I had to move on Wednesday during all of this if I Mm. had 
16 bedroom home worth of crap that I had to move, I would have gone crazy. <laughs> like, where am I going to move or where am I going to store? What am I going to do? But, you know, in this case, simplifying allowed me to load up a few carloads, move and be talking to you today a couple days later without feeling stressed out. So I love it. I love it. I, I love how, uh, yeah, the organiz- the organizing part of it, it's really just kind of camouflage for simplifying and, and getting rid of things. So, all right. So how does someone start? They're in their, they're in their house. They've got a cluttered house. They got a cluttered 16 bedroom house. Where, where should they start? How do they start? (laughs) Uh, One drawer or one shelf. Pick one spot that is driving you absolutely crazy. Let's say it's your junk drawer. Grab that junk drawer, dump it out on your floor, put back the things you know you have used in the last week. And here's the fun part. Y'all have been home. You've been actually using the items that you like. So anything you haven't been using or skipping over isn't because you don't have time. It's because you actually don't like it. So let that stuff go. Uh, Once you have the items in your junk drawer that you use, you know, maybe it's the, I don't know, Sharpie and scissors and scotch tape and whatever, put those in there. Then, okay, now you're on scotch tape. Let's go around the house. Where's all the scotch tape? Get it all in one place. Okay. Do you do a ton of wrapping for people? Probably not. So maybe you just need one roll of scotch tape. That scotch tape now lives in the junk drawer. That's its home. If it's gone, you know, you're out. Super simple. Um, And then you just repeat that shelf by shelf, gathering like items together choosing a home for them. And then that home becomes the limiting factor. So if you can't fit any more in that drawer, you don't get to have any more. If you buy a new one, a new scotch tape, an old scotch tape has to go, whatever it may be. Um, mm. Same with all that toilet paper everyone's hoarding now. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about it. If you went to Costco, you know, right before all this started and you'd bought a bunch of toilet paper, but then you're like, oh crap, I can't find toilet paper. And I know I have it here somewhere, but then I can't find it. How stressful is that? So yeah. that's like, it just it eliminates stress. Just pick a home for whatever the item is. That's where it lives. You only have enough of it that can fit in that spot. Yeah. And not no, that's, that, yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. People need to start small. And that's usually what, what Melbourne and I suggest is, is that people start small. It makes me think about, I've been doing these um, at home workouts that I found on YouTube. And it's crazy how I'm getting more of a workout with these YouTube <laughs> videos than when I go to the gym. But you know, I started off with these 20 minute videos and it's a 30 day program. Uh-huh. And I think I'm on, on day like 20 or 21 right now. And this, you know, 20 minute program has now turned into uh, an hour long program because you got to start out small. You can't just start doing cardio for an hour straight. And I've had to build up to it. And I, you know, I like to think that organizing and decluttering is kind of similar in that aspect. Kat, thank you so much. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say some people are like you, that you can just rip that bandaid off and do it. And for Mm -hmm. me myself, I, I wasn't able to, I had to go small. And so just one step in front of the other, you can do it. Amen. All the TikTok dances are literally the best exercise. I'm telling you. (laughs) <laughs> Good to know. Thanks for the pro tip. <laughs> oh, Kat, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. And I know that our uh, Patreon audience audience is going to get a lot out of this. And uh, I wish you well and you stay healthy. We'll talk later. Sounds good. See you when we go horseback riding someday. <laughs> That's right. All right talk <laughs> talk Bye. to you later. Bye. 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 You too.